0: The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. John 14 verses from 15 to 21. Jesus said, If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me, and those who love me will be loved by the Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Today we are coming close to the Easter season. Next Thursday is Ascension Day that we celebrate the departure of the Lord. On May 31st, we celebrate the Feast of Pentecost. So with today's today reading as a series we've been doing from John's Gospel, which comes to a close to Easter season. The reading today is from Gospel according to John, chapter 14, verses 15 to 21, which is actually a continuation. It is like picking from what we left from last Sunday's passage. Last Sunday, we reflected on on John 14 from 1 to 14 verses. And now we continue from 15 to 21 verses. The last verse in 14, 14, it says, believe in me and ask of me and I will do whatever you ask. I will do greater things when you ask in my name. Last Sunday, it was all about Jesus telling, if you believe me, it is you believe in my Father. If you see me, it is you see my Father. So he reiterates the intimate relationship that he and Father has. And now in the verse 15, he makes a a shift from belief. Maybe I would say he starts saying, If you love me, keep this commandment. If you love me, keep this commandment. So 14 is 14 14 is like belief, which John ties it so closely if you believe you're also supposed to love Jesus Christ and it comes as a commandment. One might wonder because in Matthew gospel if you see commandment if you love is to go extra mile or maybe it is like give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar or maybe show your other cheek if someone slaps you. But here, John ties everything. It is not literally you go an extra mile doing, but if you believe you are supposed to be keeping the commandment of Jesus by loving. In John's Gospel alone, you see at least 50 times the word, the verb love being mentioned. In Matthew, it is 13 times. In Luke's Gospel, it is 15 times, and in Mark's Gospel, it is six times. The whole Johannine Jah- Gospel, you have this the verb love interchangeably, invariably used. As agape and as filio. Agape is divine love, and filio is a friendly love. So, this we see in many uh, scripture readings in John's Gospel how Jesus makes a shift, like saying, I'm Like divine love and then coming down and saying like, if you love me, you love one another so that people who see you know that you belong to me, that you are my disciples. He doesn't just stop there. He says, no love is greater than this, the love which gives its life for its friend. So there is this play of agape, like many a times when we read, when we read, we try to separate like divine love and agape love and where Jesus, where divine love is only meant to Jesus and agape is just us, just the people. But here we see John making a radical move where he sees, where he's showing us Jesus is switching like, getting into that form of also being one with the disciples and showing that friendly love. For John, love is a realized eschatology, not something you see after in eternity, but which is realized right here and right now. Love is not a retributive or a a judgment which happens to him here not a retributive judgment but it is a diagnostic love for him is if you don't love someone then you show up those symptoms so it is diagnostic for him so John is trying to tell here if you believe in Jesus you have to love one another because that is the commandment Jesus has given to each one of us Jesus in his earthly ministry he had healed many people he had cured them but before he could do a miracle or healing he always asked them do you want to get well do you believe in this it is not that Jesus doesn't know the answers But he was making sure that they have the clarity and that clear vision so that when they get healed and cured, they move forward experiencing this divine love, this agape love in them to glorify with that love and hope in Jesus. So love is love becomes central for Johannine gospel. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whoever whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have an eternal life. So believe is connected to love. If you believe God, default, it happens invariably, you will begin to love. The question we have to ask at the end of every day or the end of or every moment is, did I love today or did I not love? Did I love or did I not love? Even when you had the opportunities, when you have those moments to love, did you give that love or did you just keep that love to yourself? There's another factor which John brings in in this verse, saying, even if I leave you, the Father is going to send another advocate to you. We all know yesterday, uh, last Sunday, I gave a very uh, brief introduction about the farewell discourses, chapter 13 to 17 chapters in John's gospel or the farewell discourses. Jesus is training, teaching, equipping his disciples to be strong in his absence and preparing and telling, telling them that he is going to his father's place to prepare more places for us that he comes and takes us with him so now jesus is saying again in this farewell discourse that he the father is going to send an advocate to them the greek word pneumatology is is a big word which the whole of new testament actually revolves in it as a big moment but Jesus employs a very pretty simple word here is parakletos, parakletos. When it comes to Gospels, Matthew and Luke, Holy Spirit is already there. The Holy Spirit descends as a dove on Jesus Christ during his time of baptism. But for John, the advocate comes, the Holy Spirit can come, only when Jesus Christ departs from this world. Because both Jesus and the paracletos, that is the Holy Spirit, have the revelatory nature. So the, it, it becomes redundant. It becomes unnecessary, both of them doing the same function. So when Jesus, that is that is how John sees, the Holy Spirit coming here happens only when Jesus leaves this world. So Jesus is promising his disciples, that when he leaves, the Holy Spirit will come and abide in them. There is numerous, there are many connotations or meanings to this paracletos. People in the New Testament and even in the Gospels, we see people say the Holy Spirit is an advocate, a comforter, a helper, a counselor. So the, the many functions they give, But Jesus meant here, Holy Spirit is the other, he doesn't say paraclete, but he says as other paraclete, as other advocate, which means it comes and abides in them. Holy Spirit abides with the disciples, it teaches the disciples and it helps them to testify to the spirit of truth. So these three functions are profound uh, when John is telling about the telling when Jesus Father sends the Holy Spirit, the functions of the Holy Spirit with the disciples are teaching, abiding, and testifying to the works of Christ. All the other factors we can begin from the Pentecost, the power, the fire, the tongues, but here it is precisely because you know, the, the disciples are saddened. They're at the verge of losing hope. They're bereft because they're, they're going to be deprived of Jesus' presence in their lives. So what is needed for them right now is someone who can be with them and abide with them. So the Father is going to send the Holy Spirit, another advocate, so that it abides and teaches and testifies to the works of Christ in this world and jesus says the world will not see me anymore i'm going to leave soon so w- when i read this it just reflects the good friday thing because i'm going to die soon but you will see me you will see me so when he says you will see me this is easter season and we know whoever had the spiritual eye whoever had the First to see Jesus. All the disciples were able to see and he had appeared to many people in many places. So the Easter season is like you will see me but the Pentecost is nobody will be able to see but I will be in you and you in me. That is the promises Jesus is giving to his disciples. Even if I'm gone I will be with you. There is this American American uh, poet Margaret Fishback. She's very popular uh, for the beautiful poem she has composed, The Footprints. All of, most of us I remember we have it on our calendars or wall hangings or as a poem uh, and we're very familiar with that Footprints uh, poem because we can visualize it. She says when she was losing direction, when she was at the crossroads, when she was really lost and um, hoping uh, looking for spiritual direction. That was the time when she came up with this um, poem. She saw a flash in the sky where she was able to see scenes of her life just being played. So when she was seeing the scenes of her life there, at one time, She was just seeing and and similarly she was seeing the footprints she could see that she was there and Jesus the Lord was there like she could see the two footprints but as she was seeing the scenes and seeing the footprints at one point of time there was only one footprint and she realized at the time that when she was like not doing really pretty bad in her life as she has lost hope and she was like battling uh, the loneliness and things that has actually made her to drown in her life. So that was the footprint, footprints when she saw the scenes, she could relate to that. And she asked uh, Jesus saying, Lord, where were you when I was facing this kind of suffering trials, tribulations in my life. Where were you? You promised me if I follow you, if I love and obey you, you will be with me. And Jesus says, my child, my daughter, when you were suffering, when you were going through all that, I was right there. I was with you. There was never a moment that I left you. And the footprints you see there are mine. When you are going through all this, I carried you. I carried you. What an amazing promise we see here from this poem and even in this narrative from John's gospel. That Jesus is not just leaving them. I like that word which says, I'm not going to leave you orphaned. It is not fatherless or parentless orphan is a situation where you think that like nobody is there for you. That bereft, that like loss. So I'm not going to leave you like that. I'm going to send someone that is the other advocate who is going to abide with you and be with you. So let us be let us once again like seeing through this narrative believe and begin to love because it says if you believe and love i'm there if we begin to do that i think jesus is always with us and he will move take us forward as he's taking the disciples uh, to to once again experience the glory and joy of being with the savior may god bless these words father son and the holy spirit amen